0: I'm Kevin Rowe, founder of two seven-figure SEO companies and SEO industry advocate, with ideas featured in Fast Company, Forbes, Search Engine Journal, Search Engine Land, and SMX. I'm passionate that the SEO industry is in dire need of change to sustain industry growth and improve SEO's ability to drive real business impact. This is the future of SEO. Hey everyone, Uh, this is Kevin Rowe, uh, founder of Peerlink and your host of the future of SEO podcast. Uh, Here I have Christoph Kemper with me and Christoph, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, I'm Christoph Kemper, founder of Link Research Tools and uh, Link Detox. And I've actually been around in SEO since 2003, where I started selling links. And it wasn't even me who came up with that idea. People just approached me because I had a strong blog back then already. And so that's how I started in SEO and became the Mr. Link or became link focused still.
0: And um how do you see like, how, uh, I, this is a pretty clear, um, I feel like a clear answer, but what is your perception on link building from, say, 2005 versus 2020, and the changes?
1: Um, you would expect me to say something like a lot has changed, but actually it hasn't. Mm-hmm. I see the same poor link building services around. I see okay. Google penalizing link building done wrong. still. there was a phase the Google penguin phase where they had draconic meshes. Uh, that was 2012 to 2016, where you would experience a hundred percent drop in your rankings mm-hmm. for a toxic link profile. That was dramatic and everybody since then, um, you know, is kind of scary and, and that's good, but it hasn't changed compared to 2005 because in 2005, you also could experience some link filters of other type, of weaker type, and in a way, the market dynamics have not changed so much, except that the supply has gone down. And so the prices have gone up. And those people who are in link building make fortunes now more than back then. Although, you know, for instance, rental links were around where you could render links on universities for for up to 1000 or even more dollars per month, those, let's say, those economics have changed also because Google got smarter at filtering and at taking away the value from the obvious um, stuff. So, but that the market itself and the fact that you need links and that people are building links or, or buying links or, or even spamming links, even via, you know, black hat, negative SEO illegal techniques has not changed. And um, I remember that even, um, I don't know, 2007, 2008, there were people around that said, um, not just SEO is dead. SEO is dead anyways, every year, every month. <laughs> but, that, but that link building is dead. I, I, I remember well. And, and, and that's also a wave that comes every couple of years, someone has a really euphoric, engaging presentation and, and, and half a market suddenly Believes it, uh, but it's still at Google's core, and this is why they so um, refuse to talk about it. They, Google
0: refuses to talk about it. Um, Google. Yeah.
1: Google. The, I mean, you do have a, you know, when we look at the webmaster communication, um, namely John Mueller and, and uh, Gary Ilyas, a little bit still. But John Mueller, they stepped up when Matt Cut stepped down and feed the SEO community with tips, with um, advice, with um, handholding in in certain areas, but they never say anything useful when it comes to link building.
0: Unless it's criticism.
1: Or, 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 yeah, exactly. But uh, I mean, the, the the point here is. That hasn't changed. It's always been like that because that is the the attack vector in the Google algorithm if you want. If you do the links right, you can manipulate the search engine. And that is down to earth exactly what SEO has always been, trying to manipulate the rankings better than others. And uh, maybe over the years, a certain followership of the Google webmaster communication has developed that is the new SEO, the the group of people that just follow the guidelines, that actually do not want to risk. Um,
0: They're very low risk, risk people. I yeah. call I call them Mueller rates.
1: Mueller rates. Yeah, Mueller. I never heard that, but that's. Uh, I, I wouldn't you know even focus too much on John because uh, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes. Imagine yeah. your job is for day and night for years. To talk about something without saying something. To talk about the algorithm, and yet being helpful and nice and calm and, um, yeah, and useful for so many things. There are so many things that people can do wrong, and he's busy all day long, um, just, I would say, helping people with basic stuff.
0: Mm, a lot of it's technical, developer-related information. A lot of, most of the things I think he provides that are useful have been. I don't know if you feel this way, technical yeah. uh, in yeah. nature over the years. They have, since EAT has become a hot topic, he's now been pushing a lot more content-related suggestions, yeah. but his content suggestions are not as deep dive as his technical. And link building, you know, if you look at a scale of one to ten on a rating, one being very low ten being very high and on transparent, the amount of good information they have, you know, let's break it into technical, content, which is EAT as well, and then link building. So where would you feel like, you know, how, how would you how would you rate the a level of quality of information they're providing? One on technical, two on content, three on link building. Scale one to ten. Mm,
1: I would say technically, on a one to ten, being a ten, because that's really what what Google's motivation is. Yep. They want, they need to get the web to work. They, Google is broken if websites are broken. We have the same problem in the, in LRT, when we crawl, and. Um, websites are slow or broken, we we suffer. Our users get the results later. So, I would say that's a 10. When it comes to content, I mean content in terms of, you know, real actionable insights of how to set up a, a, a content piece, how to, how to do content marketing, if you want, they have no idea. They, they've never done that. They, they have, uh, well, two guys that write on Twitter all the time and a couple technical people that put out the blog post. That's how I perceive it from an SEO perspective. And uh, so, but that's, you know, still good for the developers, but marketers, I guess, um, cannot learn from them. And I think that's also not the objective. And when it comes to link building, of course, the story that I heard back then when uh, Matt Katz was still the Google guy with a synonym in Webmaster World, the reason why he stepped up to to talk to SEOs, to talk to webmasters, is that engineers at Google kind of had a conceptual issue, a conceptual question of how would someone want to mess with an algorithm? How would someone, why would someone build links and mess it all up? So they, they learned from the community for 20 years now. So I guess they know very well what's going on, but they don't say. So, um, be it PBNs, be it link buying, be it link, uh, you know, um, niche edits, expired domains, the whole game. They, they've seen it all, they, they penalized it all, and they have their, I would say, their the radar for all signals up. It's just you you can't get any information
0: from them. It no. would
1: be their disadvantage, any any little nugget that they give you.
0: Yeah. So John Mueller, um- to, to that end, John Mueller uh, on the search uh, off the record uh, blog that they now have, I heard him state link building is not, not directly quoted It's a, from memory. Um, link building is more of an art than a science. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the, you know, again, I, I, again I, I understand where he's coming from and the position he's in. I just think that comment itself is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you think about it, it's algorithmic, right? So you have data scientists building an algorithm that ranks links and the impact of links based on yeah. certain sciences. So, them yeah. saying that art more of a science is just to me an example, one example of what you're saying is they're trying to detract. What they're suggesting yeah. is on link building is not ideal. And, they're, mm-hmm. um, and I think actually hurts the, the business owner or the SEO who's trying to improve their ranking. Yeah. Um, so, what what is your thought on that? That search, you know, link building is more of an art than a, a science.
1: Mm. I, I don't recall that specific uh, a quote or, or tweet, but it's a good example of how they have to simplify and and dumb down any kind of information to not give away information. This is, uh, I would say, part of the artwork from well. John Muller or his team, mm-hmm. to try to give something to people that have no clue whatsoever and yet create the impression that this is some helpful advice. And uh, I have to say that um, the, the quote, that link building is an art, not a science, reminds me a little bit about something that I sometimes say, that every link has to have a story. Mm-hmm. Um, I I get the feeling that in this case, he maybe has in his back, oh, it, 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 it really takes a lot to deceive us with all the signals, with all the tools, with all the stuff that we know for the last 20 years of spam fighting. And when I say spam fighting, link spam fighting or, or link building, link buying, any kind of manipulation. Um, and that's the beauty in this statement. What people probably perceive is that they have to create a really artful masterpiece of content And then magically links will appear, which is, you know, not the case most of the time. Sometimes I I read some of these statements and I think about how long it takes one, maybe John, maybe someone on his team to actually create that spin with this sometimes double meaning or with such an elegance that um, it's hard to, to even claim that it's wrong because a science link building is uh, when we when we talk about a science science is more an analytical thing so maybe um you know you could even say that the building of the link could be the artful part and the analyzing of where to build the link could be the science yeah right so every word you know you could spin in in, in various directions but the outcome of that little statement is that people Perceive that there is not a technical way to find good links or to build good links and that is i, I guess what they what they intend to message the, the, the algorithm of course has no feeling has no art mm-hmm. um, sensors the algorithms use patents like like the trust rank patent like uh, the the patron patent or, or or related you know algorithms and systems and uh, stuff all of that together and wrap it in two hundred filters, which right. is what I think Google did over the years. The core pagerank is there, the core um, trust rank is there somewhere, and everything around, starting with Penguin now with Panda, all these different ways to penalize or to demote have been added on top over the years. Mm. But that's that's about it, and that's not an art. That's just data.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it seems like the the comments that they do provide are either mildly helpful or almost destructive
2: mm-hmm.
0: so for example um, you know google um John Mueller made a comment about uh s e m rush launched a content marketing platform along with a content distribution component, which is basically link building mm-hmm. John Mueller comment on an on the, the twitter launch of it saying. This is an example of a type of link building strategy that will get. Mm-hmm. That was for me. He had no context on the type of link building they were doing, mm-hmm. except that the content was being created by the user and that content was being published on a third-party blog. Mm-hmm. Within um, very quickly thereafter, Barry Schwartz said in a Twitter um, in a Twitter post. So SEMrush added selling links in guest posts. To its content marketplace, Google John Mueller called this against Google's guidelines, and Google can take action on it. Mm-hmm. I do not know if Google did take action, on, um, but SEMrush will have to make changes. Mm-hmm. Um, shortly after that, SEMrush pulled it down; it was gone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because of fear of their reputation, I assume. Um, and then, a and, and letter was issued by the CEO of SEMrush, which I, I haven't really, I've ever, I've never really seen them do. Yeah, um, to 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 bat, combat that. So yeah. one comment by John Mueller, um, you know, sent the got a whole entire service shut down, with the support of Barry Schwartz, really condemning. You know, from what I can see, what he did was condemn, um, and took Google's side and, ma- and making it seem like if if it doesn't comply with Google's rules, you got to do something else mentality. So yeah. uh, so it got pulled down. I think that was the biggest. Uh, I think that although there's a lot of networks out there like that, I yeah. think it was the the. It symbolizes the major issue with our industry that Google can make a statement about a tactic that could possibly work. We don't even know if that worked or not, if, whether or not they'd work to improve ranking or they had any sort of really high risk. But the general statement from Google and supported by Barry Schwartz's uh, reporting completely uh, got them kicked out or, or to shut down their, 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 their product. Yeah. Um, and if this keeps happening we keep, I, I think the link building industry is slowly growing or if it is nobody's talking about it because of situations yeah. like that if you become yeah. a green and you're doing link building that might be considered high risk you yeah. immediately um, develop a poor brand and that's been the same for a while and I think people have been calling it you know, I, I don't think I know people are calling it black or grey hat mm-hmm. um, and, then if, if there, and then you hear a lot of clients say this I don't want any black hat tactics what they're really saying is I am very low risk. I want to improve my ranking. I want to improve it fast, but I'm low risk. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot to unpack there, but that scenario, the situation for me, I think is unfortunate and really hurting. What John Mueller did here and what was followed up by Barry Schwartz really hurt the industry. And probably um, the opportunity cost, I believe, is the big problem, meaning they are, um, you know, now there's going to be other link building companies that might have launched a link building solution, but won't because they saw that. Mm-hmm. And which is going to hurt everybody. Um, and so, you know, with that in mind, what are your thoughts about those, you know, this situation as a whole? Um, and maybe we could start with the idea that John Mueller's only comment about any specifics. That's the only thing I've ever heard him with specifics is what doesn't work or what could get you penalized. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are your thoughts on this scenario? Um, and, and, you know, and, you know, how do you think uh, SEMrush should have handled
1: that? Yeah. Um, so first of all, I have to say I was really surprised for SEMrush to launch that that okay. open and uh, to the public for various reasons. But just a couple weeks earlier, or maybe maybe two three months earlier, I saw a little service offering a uh, a link building shopping cart. Like in the old days, the text link ads like website where you log in, no money involved, no NDAs, no nothing. You just sign up for a free account. You do some searches and then you could buy links Mm -hmm. right off that shop. And that's a concept that has been around 15 years ago already when uh, text link ads, text link brokers, many of these were around and went on stage on these conferences to brag about those links. They showed the links, they showed the domains and, and Medcats was sitting in the room and they were bragging uh, in a way like, um, you know look, all you have to do is take your credit card, buy this and this link, and then the rankings shoot up overnight and Google can't do anything about it. They made Google look really stupid this is what i saw on stage live brace balls and look at my links and naturally that uh had an end at some point not with the penguin but a, a lot earlier so there were networks of, of hundreds of sites taken down um, on a regular basis in, in 2006 7 8 every year and link building and link selling was always a vertical a special niche in the SEO niche. Okay. Now, fast forward in 2012, um, we had already linked research tools, but we were also the Kempercom link building agency, we were still providing the building and the researching services as tools. And then Google Penguin came around, when I realized, wait, I cannot be the the drug dealer and the cop at the same time i cannot be the judge and then and the, and the um, um and the criminal
0: i guess
1: yeah and the criminal well i wouldn't I, I think that sounds a little bit gross when i say drug or criminal but it is seen as that uh by google mm-hmm. it's against their terms and conditions and so back then we shut down our own link building services because i said i i, I I cannot judge on, on, on others' links and sell my own. Mm. And this is exactly what SEMrush did here. And uh, there was another uh, link link audit tool some years ago, uh, maybe a year or two after Link Detox was launched, that launched. And, and I remember the founders bragging about how they, they they sell links on the one hand, and when people got the penalties, they sell them the software to get <laughs> out of the penalty and then do the round robin. And... and this is exactly what SM Rush did here because they had a link detox like link audit tool, I think, since 2015 or 16. Mm-hmm. So fairly late in the game. But they said, we are the platform for the for the cleanup as well. We have that as well. And we are an all in one SEO platform. Mm-hmm. And when they announced this, I remember seeing a landing page, maybe they pulled it later on. But uh, I remember seeing a landing page that had, uh, I think, plans two or three packages where you I I think $500. And then I think there was even a claim about how much that link for $500 could improve your ranking. So maybe that was made up later on. I'm not sure about the specific wording, but it was very, very um,
0: old, old wording, old concepts, maybe that doesn't align with Who S E M Rush is in a way? Yeah, yeah,
1: and uh, I was surprised because my I know they had the content marketplace before, but I never I found it a little bit weird that they had that they built that in the first place. But I thought it makes sense for the growth perspective. Mm -hmm. If you have tons of webmasters, tons of webmasters need um, content. If you sell them content, maybe even just five dollars a piece then you can say to your potential investors or to your, you know, their, their, their board of investors, look, our user growth, uh, we just got added another 100,000 new users, each of them got $5 worth of content. So that kind of made sense to me. But adding the link building services here, kind of crossed um, that, um, that edge to what I described before, where, where we stepped out. So with with that statement, uh, from John Muller, then um, Barry Schwartz, it immediately made the brand perception of SEM Rush. Um, it gave it that, um, let's say, that hacker touch.
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: gave it something that is possibly uh, risky to mention in a board meeting at some you know large enterprise corporate people all in their suits sitting there talking about kpis nobody has, a, has an idea about seo they just hear it's a risk and this is why link building is now often called link not, not just link acquisition um, not just content marketing it's always for the links but over the years new new names new new wordings came and and i think germany was one of the first in 2014 20- 14 or so, you couldn't even mention that you were doing link building. Mm-hmm. People were talking about all kinds of and and many people knew, but it was off the slides, it was not on the agendas of conferences. And here we have this um, I would say that it became it was always edgy. But people kind of accepted that. Mm-hmm. And then with all these penalties, twelve to twenty sixteen. I think uh, where a lot of people suffered, a lot of uh, websites, lots of careers. It became
0: um, almost like a hidden, it came like uh, underground. It went yeah,
1: on. exactly, exactly, okay. Yeah, where you could get yourself into trouble in a big corporation if you mention that you need links. And actually, I'm making fun of that uh, every now and then, uh, although I wouldn't want to be on the other side, inside uh, mm-hmm. um, an enterprise. And this is exactly what wh- why it surprised me so much because I would have expected um, someone at SEMrush have that similar experience. They have a, a huge product with so many features, so many users, such a huge, great community and have in general done a great job to build this you know, all-in-one toolbox where you have a little bit for everyone in the company. Mm-hmm. And this was, um, I think with this statement, Google made, it immediately devalued the SM Rush brand if is if SM Rush has this service then it's not good for your business this is what they said and that's why they pulled it so fast the whole service could be totally white hat meaning it could involve actual Natural yeah. outreach and content distribution, yeah. Natural outreach, natural, uh, natural content distribution could involve a lot of um, efforts being made for each link, mm-hmm. but they didn't pitch it as such. They said, give me your credit card, 500 bucks, you get great rankings. It was the TLA tax link ads 2005 pitch, which did work and does work. But if you combine it with, a, it's not the typical brand extension, Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't go together. It's like a like a pharmaceutical company selling drugs. Yeah. You don't see Pfizer selling CBD oil. <laughs> Although CBD is not, does it classify as a drug? Uh,
0: not in the, not in um, the U.S. right now. It's 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 uh, I think federally. Um, it's in every state. I yeah,
2: think. yeah, yeah. No, no, um,
1: but but I think that comparison is. It's, it's a good one because uh link building is also not illegal, but it's perceived as such and although, for instance, the CBD is the ingredient that is the the non the, the legal one, people perceive it as something that is is different to the typical pharmaceutical products, and that's what they did here. Um, I'm recalling similar statements made usually um, all the way back to madcutts. You know, when they say this and that network was taken down and then that network was taken down and all the links that they had in the database were gone from the index, were de-indexed. In this case, I guess it was just politics.
0: I think it's political. I, who knows yeah. if it worked or not? And that's a shame here is yeah. it might have worked really well to get yeah. links that you needed and, and don't get me wrong, it might not work for every client, right? It not- yeah. Um, enterprise-level clients and you're, you're an SEO agency or you're a digital marketing firm and you're doing work for, you know, uh, a major brand like Coca-Cola. No, you're not going to go out and buy links, yet, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but you should be able to, be able to experiment. A small e-commerce site. I don't yeah. care if it's right or wrong or if it's hat or not. If it's going to drive ranking and hold yeah. it there or short-term to where we can get launch an entire business off it, yeah, do it if it's yeah. going to work. Yeah, uh, I don't exactly. care if Google thinks it's going to work or not. If it works, I say we do it. Um, again, once you get into, you know, um, IP companies, publicly traded companies, and major brands, and yeah. you know, that, thats a whole different story. And it, you know, I agree, you have to be cautious there. Um, mm-hmm. But it seems like to me, um, Google's done this before. They gave it with Conductor in uh, back in two thousand. Was that two thousand nine or earlier? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. sent out that it wasn't a tweet back then, but they shut down Conductor's link building program. And I heard that they almost tanked the whole company. They pivoted yeah. the Conductor, the software, yeah. um, as, as far as the story I understand. And uh, because they couldn't do link building anymore because they got mm-hmm. penalized by a couple of major brands. Another example there. Uh, and there was another, um, and I, I've talked to multiple people at conferences who have owned link building companies. And they were doing these network style things. Google got hold of them and went after them and then shut them down those are major those are major things that happen again with SEM rush yeah um, you know did a, you
1: know did you know that you cannot advertise on Google Adwords for link building
0: uh, but the, well you can't it, there are people doing it I have done oh. it uh-huh. in the US but if you use the word link building in your ads but if you use a dynamic insertion link building and, ah. or if you use link building misspelled um, you know, with an exclamation point for the L or some crazy thing like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when we've run campaigns, when it's been link building and I have link building in my text, you can bid on the word if you're crafty with it. But mm-hmm. it won't let, it'll kick you off if you have the word inside of your, your title. But yeah. I'll go in Google and I'll Google it. I'll see all these companies like PosiRank or all of them. Some, somehow they are doing it. And yeah. I don't know what they're doing exactly. We don't do Google ads on my side, but. Something's happening. So they're, they're tricking. Yeah.
1: But they introduced this uh, ten years ago, or so I remember well when the Edwards was updated, and right there with you know, um, um, human trafficking and and drugs and, and and weapons and and whatnot, link building was mentioned as, mm-hmm. and and since then they have their I would say spins running, mm-hmm. to make people believe or or assume that link building is something illegal. And in, in Google's world, that's what they want to achieve. They want people to shy away, which leaves, um, which, which opens an, a window of opportunity for those business owners that say, well, as you said, we need to do something. But that is different to the corporate world where people are actually not, I mean, this is maybe too generalized, but in the corporate world, people are working for the career not for their company they're spending the company's budgets that are artificially being you know created every year with little variants over the year and that's um, a certain way of driving business of of running a company but it's very different from people actually you know bootstrapping their businesses and, and building companies they are maintaining companies in a way and that in our system is the largest share that mm-hmm. Google is after. And Google is not a a search engine. Google is an ad selling engine.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: they 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 are selling ads. And um, did, did you never think about you know, why are there only two people that we know that are talking to webmasters? Mm-hmm. That's that's the level of importance that SEO and webmasters and the organic team has. I'm surprised we have two. And, and, well, Gary, not even, you know, talks a lot anymore, but um, compared that to the whole system that is um, making all the efforts for selling ads, Google's business. Mm-hmm. So when you think about an, an HR chart, uh, I would say probably ninety nine point nine percent of google employees are are ad sellers are, are working in the in a PPC space, and I think top level down Google would also not be as focused on fixing Google rankings manipulations, which is SEO they call it spam they they fix that to improve the search results and that has um, from 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 a top level perspective only the goal to please investors and ad buyers. If you see some relevant ads that they manage and non-relevant content results, it it doesn't go well together, and then the ads don't blend in. This is what I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, yeah, what that means for us in link building is that these, um, I, I would say, there's a whole generation of SEOs that have not been building links for the last couple of years there are career starters that are there for two or three years that maybe have only been in the in the, in the post penguin world where it was dangerous to build links mm-hmm. where people focus on building content and you know doing some technical yeah. seo around making sure the website loads fast mm-hmm. so in this generation let's call them the junior seos they never had the chance to experience the results, the effects of link building and naturally cannot even um, relate to the concept.
0: Because all they've done is create content, do technical updates, see minor yeah. minor ranking improvements here and there. They haven't seen the page one, position one ranking change from, from page yeah. three to Google, or not ranking at all to being page one overnight. Yeah, yeah is, exactly. Those are the link building experiences, when you're a link yeah. builder and you've done it really well, um, whether or not you've done the paid side or the organic or the guest posting or no guest posting and straight PR pitches, or whatever it might be, um, like you've experienced that if you've done link building. The whole reason why I switched from SEO, um, focusing on SEO, to building a link building company was that. we At one point, we were, we were outsourcing all of our link building um Mm -hmm. and i realized that's when it worked but i couldn't get the quality i wanted the types of sites i wanted when Mm -hmm. i wanted them at the speed i wanted them and scale i wanted Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um but it was working no matter what like all the link building we're doing the programs were going better than the programs Mm -hmm. the programs with link building did better than the programs without almost almost universally yeah of course if you talk to an seo who's never done link building as you, there's a lot of questions about the performance, but then when you talk to an SEO, you can tell the difference between, um, so since with the PureLink, the one company I have now, PureLink among you know, a couple of them, I'll notice when we talk to companies that have done link building in the past or SEOs who have done link building in previous companies, they just get it. There is no convincing. They know mm-hmm. the, the success of it. Um, and I think that the biggest thing, corporate, I think what corporate's missing right now and one of the reasons why I believe—I don't know if you saw, saw the revenue growth—the um, the value, the markets, the market cap for uh, the SEO industry is reaching something like 1.8 billion or something like that in 2020. Um, if you notice, the, the the its growth has slowed. The growth slowed. I think it started to slow after link building kind of lost popularity, and so I think the reason is SEOs have ch- transitioned from. Um, as per, you know, uh, revenue drivers SEOs used to be a revenue driving tactic, right? It did back 2010 before people mm-hmm. built businesses off of SEO. Yeah, it was because of link building, not just not just black hat tactics, not just you know yeah. keywords, you know, you know, all keywords throughout the page or anything. But um, you know, a lot of it was link building, and you'd win, and you'd make a ton of money. You know, well, you you'd be able to get to page one and build a multi-million dollar company overnight, or you'd be able to be a revenue stream for the bigger company you were working for. Mm-hmm. I think it's been the biggest detriment. To, enterprise companies have seen the biggest detriment. They are also the c- companies spending the most on SEO. And I think that's why the SEO industry is slowing its growth. The enterprise mm-hmm. companies are not, they're not valuing link building or the enterprise SEOs. They're very low risk, um, which they perceive there's a perceived high risk on link building, but mm-hmm. it's not real. It's not a real risk. Yeah. And as a result, the performance of their programs are actually going down. So what I see in a lot of these bigger companies, not all of them, there'll be one SEO in-house, and this will be a multi-billion dollar company.
2: Yeah. And yeah. SEO,
0: organic traffic will make up, you know, who knows, it could make up 50% of their revenue, 25% yeah. of their revenue. And they have one yeah. person in-house managing an SEO who's a technical SEO. Yeah. And they're not necessarily held accountable to improve rankings. They're just able to maintain it. As opposed yeah. to, I'll see some companies who will, the, the high growth ones, the one that really grew and they know it mm-hmm. um, and they get a ton of revenue. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm talking about companies doing 20, 25 million, 30 million, and a lot of it's driven by SEO. They have a full SEO department and they have a robust link building program.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and and you don't see you don't see enough corporations taking that approach. There should be, corporations should have an entire SEO department dedicated mm-hmm. to Um, ranking for every possible term and that's their entire goal. It doesn't matter what the tactic's going to be. They just need to get them ranked because that's a, that's probably a bigger revenue stream for many companies, not all, but many companies Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. Google Ads is. Yeah. They have, but they're spending more on Google Ads. It doesn't make, to me, I think the the reason for all this is nobody wants to try link building at scale anymore because of the perceived risk and uh, at the enterprise level that is. The smaller companies Mm -hmm. that know how to do it they're mm-hmm. growing. I'm seeing e-commerce companies with millions of links, and they're still building 500, 600 links a month. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're winning, and they're getting a ton of revenue from it. So I think unless we figure this out, unless we convince these enterprise companies to understand and test, analyze, mm-hmm. get away from the black hat versus white hat dialogue, mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. understand the impact of, of link building, we're, we're probably not going to see the SEO industry grow at the rate it should be growing. Yeah. I if we do one to hand I
1: I think um worth mentioning here is recruiting SEOs to do that is one limiting factor. Mm-hmm. I mean working for a huge global brand is probably cool.
2: Mm, I don't
1: know. If you'd worked for 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 IBM or you know some some of these big names.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't think that's a match with good SEOs. And and, and the next question here is actually Why would a really good SEO work for a large brand? Mm -hmm. Certainly not for the money. Whatever they pay him, 10K, 20K, whatever. You set up a couple of affiliate sites, you flip them one a month and you make that easily. Mm -hmm. Maybe 50, maybe more. And so recruiting the people that you need to drive that campaign is maybe where the problem starts. Of course, you can say, we, we want that, you know, externalized in an agency. We want our agency partner to help with that. But then you still have this, this risk profile of organic traffic. Oh, yeah, there have been penalties and something could go wrong. And then you've got reporting. You've got quarterly numbers. Of course, you can do something in three months. But it's not easy to explain to a number cruncher. You cannot take a budget an ad budget, and convert it into results really quick
2: mm-hmm.
1: with ads, that works. Yep. You take a million dollars, spend it with Google, you get whatever 100,000 clicks or um, 500,000 clicks, then you can always write down a simple formula saying our cost per click is this. There you go. You want more clicks? More money, please. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where a lot of the marketing controlling ends in large corporations because it's the equivalent of buying ad share or share of voice, of buying airtime, mm-hmm. as they say on TV or on radio. And nobody ever for decades asked for results. Yeah, we, we bought five spots, we bought uh, 10, 10 minutes of this and that. But this is just the equivalent of buying clicks. And performance marketing, asking for results for conversions, where uh, organic results, have for for more than a decade shown to have a lot higher conversion rates than ads Mm -hmm. are not even a topic in these discussions. So this is where the economics uh, come in, where you have maybe a corporation that has been around. You mentioned Coca-Cola. It doesn't matter. They've all been around in the classical marketing age. The original marketing education is is Mr. Kotler, who talked about the logistics problem Of having a a big white fridge and a small white fridge this was the classical marketing uh, where you had a logistics problem in companies how to distribute that over the country not how to create you know um, leads because back then it was a pure uh, uh, a seller's market everybody wanted to have a fridge Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: so and this is where all these economics come from and online marketing with conversion tracking with conversion rate measurement or the discussion about The efficiency of different channels where organic is so much higher in conversion rate and essentially the longevity of that channel. You know, the clicks burn. You buy some clicks, clicks are gone. Every cent, every dollar that you invest into organic uh, sticks. And this is, I think, why, you know, in this current uh, COVID crisis, we've also seen an uptick on all SEO channels, uh, even content development, link building, uh, where we saw a lot of companies cut down their ad budget which is pay-per-click budget but actually develop what they could in terms of content or link building and uh, despite the fact that this is not directly attributable to clicks but um, yeah I guess uh, this is where in general to say it in a blunt way it's a lot easier to get your paycheck for selling ads uh, for buying ads Mm-hmm. Than for doing SEO, mm-hmm. and if you have the same paycheck like i said you you 're spending a company 's money you 're working for your career, not for the company mm-hmm. what 's the incentive and what 's the incentive for a great SEO to actually go to a large corporation and I think here we 're touching on on principles in, in not just in hiring in compensation in in uh, mechanics that i don 't even you know because I've been an uh, entrepreneur for 15 years. I don't even know what's portioned around in, in terms of uh, motivational programs in really large corporations. But mm-hmm. I could imagine that is an issue. Why risk your job? Why risk your position or your success if uh, it works that easy? And that's the problem with link build. or Not just with link building. Um, with the future of SEO or with SEO in general. Um, mm-hmm. Which is... Um, I. I wrote a post about, that's probably 15 years ago, I'm not sure if I still have that somewhere, where I tried to compare these two mechanics in in ads versus SEO, and of course, link building. And with that, um, that leaves a wide open opportunity for companies that actually get it, for startups, for companies entering the market, Imagine a big company taking a lot of money and saying, we, we get into that market, and we do it quick, and we do it, uh, you know, of course, with, with investment, with risk. Um, this is where I see SEO happening and, of course, um, link building. Naturally, of course, with all the businesses that Google doesn't even want to sell ads to.
0: Yeah, I think, um, oh, yeah, for sure. And certain like, uh, payday loans, mm-hmm. those verticals, I know they dump a lot of money in the link building in that area. Yeah. Um, uh, online gambling in Europe and yeah. the EU uh, somewhat in, in the U.S. has been growing more popular, and definitely in Canada. Uh, yeah. But you know, I agree with you. I think if, if this comes down, you brought up a really interesting topic. Incentivizing SEOs to do better in a corporate world. And What should those incentives be? I think those incentives should be around risk-taking, yeah. not, not maintaining the status quo, not slow growth. It should be based on aggressive growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think every SEO, you know, the, the one question I get since I've been doing link building has been, um, um, you know, I want to do it, but, uh, or the statement rather, I want to do it, but, you know, it's just high risk. Uh, if I don't want to get us penalized, like you know, if I get us penalized, I could lose my job sort of thing. Or Everyone hears about these stories mm-hmm. of the SEO that got the site penalized and yeah. the SEO lost their job or they lost the contract. Yeah. It happens a lot less frequently than, than anybody knows because nobody hears a success story because they're not as sexy, right? So it's, yeah. oh, I won, and I didn't lose my job. Well, would, I got the page one ranking because we did Nobody yeah. nobody hears about those stories.
2: We a, yeah.
0: They become minor yeah. case studies within the company. and yeah. um, Or you hear about the old J.C. Penney case study where J.C. Penney did a talk you Remember that one?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but but that's really, really old. It was even pre Penguin, I think.
0: Yeah. It was it was like two thousand nine, maybe eight, yeah. something like that. Where yeah. um it's but it's another horror story and that's all anybody ever hears, but they were ranked no one no one hears about how much money they made over the two, three year period. They were ranking one for every term, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, exactly.
0: And I think in so getting back to the incentives for SEOs, I think the CMOs, if I have any CMOs or BPs of marketing, I think they need to be incentivizing their SEO to take risks and you should be holding them accountable to revenue. Um, and if you, if you do incentivize them and give them the freedom to take the risks that they want to take and, mm-hmm. um, generate and hold them accountable to revenue as best that you can, depending you know, if if your e-commerce that's even better or lead generation. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're going to see the SEO departments grow a lot more rapidly because you're going to see you need better SEOs in house. If you don't mm-hmm. already have them, I've spoken to a lot of smart SEOs in house. You're going to, um, invest in higher risk tactic with better reward with a better understanding of what the actual risk is, mm-hmm. um, which is that that doesn't mean all link building. Maybe there are some more risky versions of link building right now guest posting is considered risky yeah, yeah well, w- whether it is or not it,
1: it, it, no, that's just something. I remember Metcalf said that guest posting is dead stick a fork in it. Yeah. and uh i think i experienced that uh, two or three times in the last 15 years where i thought yeah and now everybody says it's dead and, and then suddenly everyone goes crazy and then so in a way the pendulum swings back and forth and, and the semrush launch that we discussed earlier is a little bit too much a little bit too open it's a little bit like um Patrick from Taxling ads back, back uh, 2005 or so, going on stage and, you know, really bragging about it. Uh, a little bit too open. And this is what they take action on for their management inside Google. Don't make Google look stupid. And, and I don't think, you know, John has the problem, but maybe his managers or, or someone in that organization. And so this is where we have kind of déjà vu every now and then. But essentially, nothing changes f- f- from a technical part, from the link building part, from the ranking part. Um, some links get devalued, others get not devalued. You, Since 2012, you can earn yourself a penalty. Since 2016, you can actually get rid of it really, really fast. You can disavow links um, that hurt you and um, have an effect within a couple of days. You don't have that total loss f- uh, phase anymore. Mm-hmm. And maybe a lot of uh, CMOs, maybe even SEOs, don't even know about that change that happened in 2016. That you could actually, like pre-2012, um, get rid of some links that hurt you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that those, those links would also not a cause, cause a total loss, but would, for instance, make you drop for one of the keywords that you're trying to push. But this is the way it has been 2003 to 2012. You had we, we call it over optimization and then we deoptimized for that keyword. And that's exactly what should be going on right now. But here is the new generation of SEOs that only saw the total loss penalties mm-hmm. that they're scared from now. And um, in a way, it's understandable that they are risk averse for that, if they don't know that, if they if they would not know that.
0: But it's 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 perceived risk and the, and yeah. that's the exact reason for the perceived risk. Google will is they will just devalue the link now. It won't penalize your entire site unless your entire site is built off of bad links. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or a link. Well, I don't want to say that, but link tactics that, that can be disavowed or or devalued by Google. Um, I I think that I agree with you 100% on that. I mean, Mm. I'm seeing a lot of SEOs, even some SEOs I've seen how they evaluate link profiles or links Mm. when they say we're going to disavow, there's, there seems to be like, and these are what, this is why I said, these Muellerites earlier, mm-hmm. which are the people that, there's, there's some enterprise SEOs I've seen that have very strict analysis of a link to whether mm-hmm. they say, it, whether it's disavow or just say it's a good link or a bad link or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's some major names out there who are doing this. Uh, major SEO like very popular, um, uh, SEOs are very strong names in the mm-hmm. marketplace or are very popular or are influencers who, they will disavow any link uh, based on the strictest, strictest understanding of what they think a good site or a bad site is. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are the people I'm calling these Muellerites. I don't know if that's the best name for them. Um, yeah. And again, it's not a poo-poo on John Mueller, who's a very smart guy, for sure. But, but they follow um, the John Mueller model or the Google's model or the Google representative model fully. So mm-hmm. John Mueller says that what SEM Rush was doing was bad. Now, all of a sudden, those SEOs are never... Going to touch a guest posting site. In a game. They'll never touch a, ne- a PBN network is different than what SEM Rush did. PBN developed a network of independent sites,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, but they were I don't know if they were paying or not. They claim they never paid, which I believe them if they claim it. Um, and and so these Muellerites, I see them they they're they're criticizing links i mean either on uh, um, online or or on twitter a lot of times i hear a lot of seos on twitter making comments about i was just auditing a link profile i saw the worst things from seos i've ever seen or mm-hmm. i saw a popular link builder created these links and they never did a great job whatever it might be, i see this stuff all the time
2: mm-hmm.
0: and um and it's usually what i'm seeing is those are the people who really trust absolutely it seems like they trust everything coming out of um, Google's perspective on link building without yeah. I don't know that they have actually analyzed the uh, link profiles to see what is working what's not when they when they do this analysis um, um, is Google's algorithm is not good at, at picking out links to disavow or not I know they say they've been doing it for a while John Mueller ah. recently. they I, I bet if you did a campaign side-by-side completely paid mm-hmm. versus completely mm-hmm. organic uh, natural same amount of links um, I bet you could get the same results from a paid campaign that you could from a non-paid yeah. 100% and Google would not be able to tell the difference. So, yeah. um, to that, uh, we'll wrap it I wanted to, I uh, appreciate the amount of time you spent with me today. Uh, I did want to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get your, your thoughts. If an SEO is, um, thinking about analyzing a link building program against Google's guidelines, uh, mm-hmm. and, and following them strict, whether that's Google, Google search, quality rate or guidelines, or whether it's the link scheme guidelines, or whether it's just listening to things John Mueller or other Google representatives are saying on Twitter. Um, how would you uh, suggest these link builders or these SEOs um, apply the information or don't, or what they should ignore coming from, uh, what kind of information they should ignore coming from Google?
1: When we, we talk know? about links, yeah. everything, <laughs> everything. Yeah. The whole, the whole scheme, of of, of course, the, the link scheme description, the radar guidelines, well, that's another thing. The quality radar guidelines are about websites and essentially ask the question, should this website rank or not? No word about should this link help another website rank? So, um, and of course, this is what we have to work with. And if you take all that, you can talk and discuss forever, but it won't give you that information, if that link helps you or not, I would say ignore it all and start building some links to actual landing pages, maybe even create a, a maybe not even a subdomain, you could do a subdomain or create a test website or have some certain market, let's say, uh, if you're in the US, and you also have a Canada site, do the Canada site first, uh, familiarize yourself with the effect of links and be aware that you can get uh, rid of any kind of filters or, or let's say, partial penalties.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And ask the simple question, why would Google give us the least of a hint of how to manipulate their algorithm? And this is um, essentially then asking the uh, SEO if he's an SEO that wants to just build a website according to the guidelines, you know, so that it can be crawled well, or that it can, against competitors, get an advantage, get an edge in the organic rankings by using what we know, what we have reverse engineered and learned over so many years in the practice of search engine optimization, or a little bit different search engine rankings manipulation. Mm -hmm. And of course, Google will not tell us how that works. And they will also not tell us anymore how it does not work. That's why people are guessing around with core updates. Nobody has a clue about these core updates. They don't give it names. They don't give us anything. We always get the standard disclaimer. Why? Because in the four years of Google Penguin updates, uh, my company had a gold treasure in data to reverse engineer. If you have 10,000 of websites crash overnight, you have a wonderful snapshot in time to analyze an algorithm. This is exactly what we did. Unfortunately, or or maybe obviously, Google is not the best or any source of information when it comes to how to exploit their system, how to tweak their system. And um, I think it starts with that question to answer to yourself as an SEO. Are you willing to play against Google? Are you willing to take the risk in a challenge and maybe get caught or not? And if there is no risk tolerance for even a couple of days or weeks of headaches, then you have to become a, a mullerate, as you, as you call it. Yeah, I think it boils down to this question. What type of SEO are you or what, what's your definition of SEO? And that's not the same for everyone calling no. themselves SEO, certainly not.
0: There needs to be a model. I agree. Um, yeah. I feel like there's not a model out there for everyone to follow. There's a lot of lack of information. I wish we had a trade publication or more trade yeah. publications that can help guide that sort of and answer those yeah. questions. What type of SEO yeah. are you? Um, let's ignore the black hat, white hat conversation. Let's start talking about risk and yeah. reward. let's talk about, um, you know, uh, impact on the business. Yeah. And yeah. What kind of risk do exactly. we want to take for the impact that we need? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, so Christoph, thank you. Um, you're welcome. you taking a whole hour out of your day to, to um, talk to me. Do you mind um, um, just giving everybody your URL, how to contact you or and or um, your company if they'd like to? Uh, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. If you haven't heard about me or, or my company, my offerings, uh, it's Link Research Tools, linkresearchtools.com. Or short, L-R-T dot C-O. That's the shortest URL I have.
0: And um, would you mind telling me, I know what research tools do. I love the tool. I love that. Your, this tool is probably one of the few tools that I know of that really gets deep into analyzing, uh, I'd say, link pro It's the deepest I've seen in analyzing yeah. link
2: profiles. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I think if you're really interested in analyzing link profiles, it's... It doesn't compare to SEMrush as is a, is a really dumbed down version of it. I think Ahrefs as well, um, yeah. even though they have to use index, but the types of analysis inside of your tool are actually actionable and they help you do the jobs you need to as an SEO as opposed to Ahrefs, which I, I love Ahrefs tool. I think it's a great massive index Yeah, and it's great, but the analysis is missing. Yeah. And I think that's what the tool fits in.
1: That they're great data sources and you can, if you have Atreus, if you have Samrush, plug them in and we suck that data in addition to the 25 sources that we have and mesh it up all together to create a, a clean data snapshot. That's, that's where we talk about quality and then the, the, the link risk or link impact assessment. Some of the data that you get in other tools is, is days or weeks or month old or, or incomplete um, mm-hmm. or sparse as we say. And then everything you derive from that is just guesswork.
0: Agreed. Yeah. And then somebody, if somebody wants to sign up, they just go directly to the website. Yeah. also post on the podcast. They just sign up through the website, correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Type in your domain on the, on the plans page. We've got a, a little tool where you can type in your domain so we can tell you uh, which size of the plan you actually need because it all depends on the size of your backlink profile.
0: Great, Christoph. Okay. Thank you, man. I appreciate your time. Thank Bye.
1: you very much, Kevin. Bye. Thank you.